This is episode number 520 featuring lovenotes2la.com. Nine things to remember when you're feeling overwhelmed. It's February 2nd, 2022, and we have a Wellness Wednesday tip for you. Let's dance on into our blog written by Matilda. Dealing with change, nine things to remember when feeling overwhelmed. No matter how spontaneous, adaptable, and adventurous you like to think you are, hi, me, that doesn't make you immune to having a hard time when things change. Change is great, but it sucks. It's exciting, but it's scary. We want it, but also not really, you know? I think we've all tried to avoid change in our lives. Sometimes it means staying in a bad relationship, not quitting the job you hate, staying in the same city forever, or continuously saying yes to coffee with someone you grew up with, even though you clearly grew apart and you're like, I don't want to go three days before every single time. When things are changing, it often comes with lots of stress, anxiety, overthinking, and sometimes it can be a bit paralyzing. We start worrying so much about all the, in quotes, what ifs, and we forget to stay present. If only we could time travel really quick and see if all this uncertainty and discomfort is leading us somewhere. Fun. You know, a nice place with palm trees and happiness, one of those pretty colorful drinks in one hand and confidence in the other. But we can't time travel yet. Elon Musk, get it together, homie. So before you try to find answers in your horoscope and before you schedule your next tarot card reader appointment, Hold your horses. Remember, you're a superhero. Humans are the coolest. Not only do we have thumbs, but we're also majestic creatures who simply just refuses to die as a species. Every single time the world changes, we change with it. We prove that over and over again. Just look at the pandemic. Boom. We adapted to a global health crisis in a couple of months. Washing hands, wearing masks, COVID-19 testing, social distancing, staying home. We just adapted to a new normal. Let's go, team. Is it fun to adapt? Heck no. Is it comfortable? Heck to the no. But you're here. You're alive. You adapted to change. Elbow high five. That's what today's post is all about. How to adapt to change rather than trying to avoid change. If you try to avoid it, you already lost. You and I both know that the only constant in life is that it's always changing. So we better buckle up and start getting really good at it. Even when you start reading this blog post, you were younger than you are right now. So change is happening whether you like it or not. I know that little reminder doesn't make you feel better about the changes that are going on in your own life at all. I kind of predicted that since fun facts don't help me either. It's like telling someone about your pain and they go, there are people who have it worse than you. Okay, but my neck is still broken. Pass me the Band-Aid MF. So instead of preaching about the universe, I made a list of reminders that can be helpful when you're feeling a bit anxious about changes in your own life. Number one, even good change can cause stress. I think this is so important to remember. Positive change can create just as much stress as not-so-positive change. If you're feeling the adrenaline rushing through your body, that's not a sign something horrible is about to happen or that you made a wrong decision. Stress is just your body's way of reacting to any change because it's new. It's out of your comfort zone. 
It's chemicals in your body. Don't let it freak you out even more. Number two, stick to some habits. The more change you're facing, the more important it is to have a constant in your life. To me, it's dance, talking to my family, and sending WhatsApp voice notes to my friends every single day. If you want to get poetic, you can consider it as finding a, in quotes, anchor in your everyday life. The habits give your brain some rest in the middle of a typhoon of change. Find something that is familiar, safe, and comfortable. Number three, exercise, even when you don't want to. You knew this one was coming, didn't you? We both know that a run or some stretching from a YouTube tutorial doesn't cure cancer or prevent planet Earth from exploding from global warming. But a daily walk the past year has for sure saved lives while we've all been isolated and dealing with an enormous amount of pressure. Whether you're physically in isolation or just feeling very isolated in your brain with all your thoughts, worry, and emotions, go for a walk. You don't have to, in quotes, feel like moving. Not to sound like a total bee, but I actually don't care if you don't want to. Just do it. Bring a podcast, your embarrassing throwback playlist, and an extra large hoodie. It's going to be great and will give you a break from your own thoughts. Number four, find your support system. Like all other mental health issues, talking about it helps. You're not weak because change makes you feel anxious. You're human, so congratulations for having another human experience. Talk to your human family and human friends about it. They love you and will support you, encourage you, and most importantly, reassure you that, hey, a lot is going on. Take it easy. Breathe. You can do this no matter what. Having people in your corner who are there for you when you have a hard time, being there for yourself will actually change your life. Number five, stop focusing on what can go wrong. I mean, your brain is designed to keep you alive, which means finding all the danger in a situation and try to talk you out of it. That's pretty awesome. How do we not get killed today by a wolf or a presentation in front of the class? But try to be a rebel and work against that instead of thinking what can go wrong. Try to focus on what can go extremely really well and how will the change benefit me? Maybe change helped you grow. Maybe you had to stand up for yourself. Maybe it helped you find out what you don't want. Maybe it brought some people into your life that you would have never met otherwise. Number six, stay present. When we focus too much on what can go wrong and all of the what ifs, we're overthinking and simply not staying present. We're acting Phil from the future who jumps back and forth between the future and the present. Trust me, I love Phil from the future on Disney Channel when I grew up, but it's not healthy. It takes away all of the joy from where you are right now. And it is really true, worrying is suffering twice. Number seven, take control when things change. Not everything can or should be controlled, but very often when change happens, it can feel much better to be a bit proactive instead of just reactive. Reactive is when you wait until something has happened and then you take action. Proactive is when you take charge and try to lay out the situation as nicely as you can before it happens. It creates confidence. I know the change is coming. What can I proactively do to make this a good experience or just a better experience? But here's the thing. Evaluate your level of control what you actually have control over, and what is just not in your control. Be honest to give example. 
You are not in control of other people's opinions and actions. Number eight, and then let it go. This one is the hardest for me. If you're a perfectionist, very proactive, and loves being in control, letting go can sometimes sound like, in quotes, giving up, but give yourself a break. You are allowed to not be productive 24-7. You are allowed to do less than what is humanly possible. You don't have to hashtag hustle, hashtag grind, and make money all times. We need to be smart enough to understand when to push and when to go with the flow. It's like baking. You put the cake together, then you put it in the oven, and then you wait. It's like working out. You need rest days. It's like dating. You don't want to text your crush 98 times a day. It's just how life works. The current change in my life. I'm writing this blog post in the airport. I'm going to Mexico in an hour and then to the United States. And at this point, I've come to terms with whatever happens, happens. I felt very anxious, but I am constantly trying to go back to these nine things. There are no mistakes, just fun stories, and it's my job to make my journey enjoyable and fun. That means not worrying on the plane, but watching a nice movie. That means being with my friends again after a year and enjoying that rather than stressing over not being with my family. That means starting to get back into the game without punishing myself for not necessarily being where I'd wanted to be at this time. There's never a period after change, only a comma. Someone once told me that after making a hard decision. After change happens, there is not a period, only a comma. Change will happen over and over and over again as long as you breathe on this planet. Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and learning how to deal with change is one of the hardest but most necessary things. I don't know what made you click on this post and I don't know what kind of change that weighs heavier on your chest, but trust me, it will all be okay. You've survived 100% of your worst days this far. That's pretty awesome. XOXO. Thanks so much to our author, Miss Matilda of Love Notes to LA for giving us permission to share her short, sweet, and inspiring blog with y'all today. For more on Matilda and to find where to find her on IG, check out our show notes below. Which one was your favorite tip from Matilda or which one did you most resonate with? You might not be feeling anxious today, but if you hit the saved button on this episode, you can save it for those days that you might need extra gentle reminders that everything's going to be okay and some ideas for how to get out of your own head. I know I certainly have my own list of self-care tips. So with that said, our Wellness Wednesday challenge today is to start making your own self-care package for those times whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or super anxious. Maybe you'll be taking all of the tips that Matilda shared with us today. There's so many that I loved. It's hard to pick a favorite, but definitely I think my go-tos are going on a walk or just revisiting what I actually can control and trying to let go what I can't. Whether you're writing down some of your most relaxing and favorite yoga poses to do for those moments of stress, or you're taking a walk, or maybe even diving into one of your books or favorite podcasts, or maybe even meditations, whatever you choose, I wish you all the best as you do your compiling. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune back in tomorrow for more short and sweet dance tips.
If you're looking for a deeper dive, check out the bonus episodes released the first of every month where I interview those in our field who keep our industry moving and grooving. If you're looking for a little extra direction with Dancing Towards Your Dance Dreams, head to our website where you can find your free goals planner or daily challenge tracker. If you like or don't like what you're hearing, please dance those fingers across your keyboard and give DTD a rating or review so we know how to best serve you. Until tomorrow, happy dancing.